0: Rocket wagon train up on a journey And what if aliens don't fight an actress named Seth Gurney We're not a bunch of geeks who live in basements Sleep on futons But who wouldn't stream our podcast if we're calling it Space Croutons It's an intergalactic robot automatic Moon dust sporadic trip around the sun
1: It's a totally terrific, proven scientific, freaking fantastic, phaser
0: set of fun. It's space crew top. We think. Get your space suit on. It's pink. with triple Q. On that you can rely. And once you've tossed your salad in your flying saucer, it's valid. to add space crew talk for lunch. With Neil Diamond, Lucy in the Sky. I love Neil Diamond, Lucy in the Sky.
2: No, not Neil Diamond, with Space Crouton. Hello Space Croutons listeners, Sully here with another episode of Space Croutons again without our friend and podcast host, Cordy Clammerwood. I am podcasting today from a nondescript utility closet at Grover's Mills Middle School with my new friend, Seaver. Hey! Seaver has been out on his skateboard investigating the area where Curdy vanished. Any updates on Curdy's disappearance?
3: I didn't find anything else about your friend, but I nailed my first Ollie. I got it on my GoPro. Wanna see it?
2: Perhaps later. Okay. I was hoping to make some progress on Curdy's situation, but still, nailing an Ollie is a noble accomplishment and something to be proud of as an adolescent human. To celebrate, let's listen to today's sponsor. Independent musician Jinkies with his song Just Maybe Baby.
1: Could
0: I ever know how I crave your touch? Could I ever know I'd feel this rush? If you go, I'll be crying. You'll never know how I'm dying and such Loving you this much Gone all the days of living for myself You've given me a brand new Maybe I'll do everything I can. And just maybe, baby, I'll make you happy.
3: Go, dude. Um, I'm going to go get a pudding cup from the vending machine. You want anything?
2: As an AI, I do not require pudding, but you go and enjoy. In the meantime we have received another installment in the adventures of Gil Gilgirkin and his daughter Sari, so for our listeners, here is their story called Eleven Days.
4: Siri's mother died a few years ago, and we've had a hard time coping. We needed some father-daughter time, so I booked us a trip to England. And on our second day, we headed out on an excursion and somehow lost 11 days. What I'm about to play is a recording that we discovered on my phone a few days after we left England. Neither Siri or I remember much about what happened during that time, but we have been able to piece together some of it. As strange as it sounds, we believe the events on the recording to be real. So, here we go.
5: You really think you can shut me off, you passive-aggressive Yankee-Wanker? Well, you are playing with things that you can't understand, sir, and I will not be responsible for what happens. You must not enter the magic roundabout in this car!
4: Best was the navigation system the tour manager gave us for directions. Wow, this is weird. Did the sun go behind a cloud? Do not stop. Follow the flow of traffic
5: through the roundabout and exit where you entered.
3: Dad, what's happening?
4: I don't know, Siri, but it's almost like entering another world. Stay calm, and
5: don't blame the British. It's not our fault. You cannot follow directions.
3: Do you see what I see on the grassy knoll of the first roundabout? Harry? And Hegwick.
5: Ignore any mirage or images you see.
3: Have we stumbled into Universal Studios? This is fantastic. Hey, Harry, watch out for Voldemort.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Do not... Not pull off onto any of the inner roundabouts. Follow the road back around to where you entered a magic roundabout and exit there. For no reason should you take the inner roundabout or stop. And definitely do not reverse direction.
3: I told you it would be more fun messing with Besford.
4: You did it there. You have
3: no idea! Dad, why are there a bunch of guys in suits and bowler hats carrying canes, and why are they walking so funny?
4: I believe that is Monty Python, and they are doing silly walks.
3: Monty who? I have
4: failed miserably in your education.
5: Are you listening to me, Gherkins? I will not be ignored!
3: Dad, 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 it's Pooh Bear and Piglet! Stop, Dad, stop!
4: Now here's where it really gets weird. Up until now, the recording was done on my phone. What follows is a recording that we think came from Siri's rental phone, the one we leased in England. And what is really strange is that it was sent to my phone after we returned to the States. I can only guess it was sent by a technician in the phone store. I also need to give you a little background. Pooh Bear and his friends were a big part of how Siri dealt with her mother's death. We read and reread the stories whenever she was sad. To this day, she still has a full set of books and stuffed animals in her room. What in the world? Did the car just die? Pooh! Well, hi Pooh Bear. Hi Eeyore. I'm Dill, and this is my daughter, Siri. Thanks for noticing me.
1: Huh? <laughs> a hug is always the right size.
0: Tell her, Pooh. Tell her about Roo and my tail.
3: What?
4: Siri, we need to check out the car. Hold on a second, Dad. Go
1: on, Pooh. You see, Sir, our friend Roo is missing, and his mother, Kanga, asked us to help find him. We're searching the Hundred Acre Wood, and we're in so much of a hurry.
0: Oh, sure. Don't worry about my tail. Your tail? Rue borrowed my tail for his kite. It's not much of a tail, but I'm sort of attached to
3: it. Then we should find your tail and Rue while we're at it.
1: Oh, bother.
3: It's a blustery day. Let's start at the last place you saw him. Rue!
1: Rue! Oh, Rue, where are we? Rue! Rue!
0: He's not over here. Rue!
1: This is the field where Roo normally flies his kite.
3: It's a blustery day and the wind is blowing northeast. Dad, are you thinking what I'm thinking?
4: It is a blustery day.
3: Follow me.
1: Roo! Roo! Roo!
4: He's not over there.
0: Roo! 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 Oh no, I think we're lost.
1: I am not lost, for I know where I am. But however, where I am may be lost. Roo.
0: He's not over Brew. anywhere.
1: Roo. Oh, Roo. No. We're for you. Roo.
0: Tail.
1: Oh, bother.
0: There he
1: is. Hey, Pooh.
0: Oh, Tail. Where have you been?
1: Hey, Eeyore.
0: Thanks for noticing me.
3: Did you come to play? Let me get this kite down, and then we can play football. Your thanks for the loan of your tail. Is there a party going on? Hi, Rue. I'm Siri, and this is my dad. We're here to play ball. Can I be on your team?
2: Can you be on my team? Oh, boy! Let's go!
3: Let me tell Mom! 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 so worried. I was tracking down Christopher Robin's kite. This is Siri and her dad. Come on, Siri. It is so nice to meet you. I'm Kanga, mother
4: of little Roo here. We are honored to meet you. I think Siri and Roo are hitting it off. I guess all those years of playing soccer at the Y are paying off after all. Thank you for finding Roo. I know I shouldn't worry, but what can I do? You're just being a parent. I worry about Siri as well, but this is more about me than her. She really is quite remarkable.
1: Yes, she is. Gilgirgin, I have something for you.
4: What's that, Pooh?
1: A little bit of hundred-acre wood magic.
4: I'm sorry, what?
1: You said your car died. That happens on the inner roundabout, but a little magic will solve that. Try this. Honey? Infinity, honey. Stirred in a figure eight. It helps make what goes around come around. Fancy
4: a little smackerel? Is the pot glowing? No, it is the symbols encircling the lid. Wow. They're beautiful. This will change the world? I have to interject something here. I actually have a vague recall of something having to do with this. It's really weird, but I think I remember cartoonish bluebirds and butterflies with the Beatles' Yellow Submarine song playing in the background, and I had a sense of peace that I never had before or since. Anyway, that is the last of the recording from Siri's phone, but my phone picks up in just a few seconds. Siri, bought us a route for home.
3: Bear left onto A4259 Swindon.
4: Thanks, Siri. I think the sky is clearing up. There you are,
5: Gherkins. Thankfully, you appear to have barely escaped the roundabout. However, our vehicle sensors are picking up something quite distressing, and I am obligated to tell you that absconding with Infinity Honey is expressly against the rules. Now, follow my directions, back to the hotel, where we will deal with your irresponsible behavior accordingly. And rest assured, we will not be returning your
4: security deposit. It wasn't until we got back to the hotel that we discovered we were gone for 11 days. Again, we didn't find the recording on my phone or get the audio file from the phone store until we got back to the States. But we did smuggle back a tasty smackerel of Pooh's Infinity Honey.
2: Well this certainly fills in some holes from the first story, thank you for sharing this with us. And it makes one wonder about all the other roundabouts here in the US and around the world. And if anyone out there has thoughts or ideas regarding what might have led to Curdy's disappearance please reach out so we can find him and bring him home. Again, my thanks to Seaver for all his help and in regards to your skateboarding, dude, shred the
3: Thanks dude, this is pretty rockin' skater Gator.
2: Also a shout out to Dr. Don Javier Holmes who has given us another mystery to contend with. He emailed our website to inform us that we have won the Primitiva lottery in Madrid Spain with the numbers 3, 26, 31, 35, 46 and 49 even though we never entered the lottery. While it would be nice to find out that we have won some cash. I have noted that the reference number stated in the email starts with F U, so I am not very hopeful this time around. And thanks to our listeners. We really need your support right now. Not to mention a sudden craving for a nice peanut butter and infinity honey sandwich. So until our next podcast, keep listening and keep peace in your heart until our next story time.
0: What if planet Earth's a rocket wagon train up on a journey? And what if aliens don't fight an actress named Seth Gurney? We're not a bunch of geeks who live in basements, sleep on food but who wouldn't stream our podcast if we're calling it Space Croutons. Croutons is a work of original fiction. Similarities to persons, situations, or events, real or fictional, is coincidental and unintentional. Created and written by Jerry, Jace, John, Della, and Jeff Goodson. Episode 16, Story by Jerry. Original music by Jeff. Production by Jerry, Jenna, Della, and Jeff. Featuring the voice talents of Jerry, Jenna, Barry Shea, Joel Blakesley, Jean, Jeff, and Sally. Entire work copyright 2020 by Jeff, John, Jerry, Della, and Jace Goodson. This has been a Goodwitch Audio Production.